Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Wednesday, May 19th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. You don't like pain? You got a lot of work that needs to be done? Try sedation dentistry at Today's Dentistry by the great Dr. Mike O'Neill. 317-849-2933 is the number. Punch subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. Let's talk about sports. You know the Indianapolis Colts. They're back to work at this kind of compromise OTA business. Two weeks of work, but no mandatory minicamp come June. So through this two weeks, the Colts are going to try to see who they are, how healthy they are. Some of the guys coming back from injuries. One of those guys who is really a linchpin as to how the Colts are going to be able to play this coming year. That's Paris Campbell. You talk to people around town about guys who could really make this team better through their presence or through their absence, make them less dynamic. First one out of people's mouths, Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell, wide receiver out of Ohio State, through his first two seasons, he has played nine of a possible 33 games. That's not good enough, and Paris Campbell knows it. He's got to put together a healthy season. We had a chance to catch up with Paris Campbell today. First, he was asked how he's doing. Yeah, uh, things have been going great. Um, I actually got cleared 100% uh, as of last week, so it uh, feels good to be back out, out there having fun, so everything's good. And how frustrating has this been for Paris? He talked about it. Um, no, I think that's a great word. Um, obviously, you know, it's been things uh, you know, that's out of my control. Some of these injuries are, you know, just, just freak injuries. Um, but it's definitely been frustrating. Um, but I'm also motivated, you know, for what's ahead. And what's the key for him to bounce back strong? I think the biggest thing for me is going to be um, going in this season and, and not thinking about those things. Because uh, then I feel like you play timid, play nervous. So uh, just going there with a clear head. Paris Campbell changed his number from 15 to 1. Why? That's honestly what... Uh, what's the main reason for that? Um, you know, I just need to needed to be in something new. Uh, definitely a fresh start. And why did he choose the number one? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, just, I, I think it looks fast on the field. 
Um, so, you know, hopefully they make it look a little faster on me. <laughs> the Colts, you know, the more I look at the schedule, the more they look like an 11-6 and six team. It's weird. We used to know that the wins and losses had to add up to 16. Now it's 17, but I think we're adjusting well. We're not saying 11-5. and five. We're not saying 12-4. and four. We're saying, or 10-6. and six. We're saying 11-6. and six. When you look at those first five games, man, if they could go 3-2 and two in those first five games, that'd be a hell of a thing. They open up at home against the Seahawks and the Rams. Then they go on the road for three games. They've got the Titans. They can beat the Titans, right, in the third game of the season. In the fifth game of the season, they've got a game at Baltimore. And the middle one might be the easiest. That one is against the Miami Dolphins. If they split the first two and win two of the next three, that's three and two. And that really sets them up for a final 12 games of the season where if they split them, you know what? That's not good enough. However, if you can beat the Jets and the the Raiders as well as the Jaguars twice and the Texans twice, then that's six games that we can remove, and we're talking about a 9-2 and two team with six games left. Those six games, if they split, there is where you get to 12-5. and five. I think it looks more like 11-6. and six. I think they finish that first five-game stretch at 2-3. and three. I'd love to see them go 3-2, and two, but a lot of things have to happen for them to go 3-2. and two. And Eric Fisher being healthy for a good portion of those five games, really important than Paris Campbell, like we said. Him being healthy for those five games, really important as well. Because let's face it, he's dynamic. And he's got stuff that nobody else on that team's got. He's got flat-out run-away-from-you speed. And nobody else on that team has it. Not T.Y. Hilton, not Michael Pittman. You've got to have Paris Campbell if you want that dynamism to stretch the defense and take the free safeties and drop them back about 15 yards off the line of scrimmage. If you've got Paris Campbell, you can absolutely do that. We'll see what the Colts do. I think it's going to be fascinating. I can't wait for this season to start. And we are still just under four months away. Practice continues at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway as we get ready for qualifications this weekend and a week from Sunday, of course, the Indianapolis 500. There's still no official word on whether the race is going to be blacked out or not, which kind of hints to the fact that it will not be blacked out. If it were going to be blacked out, I think we'd have heard about it. But they want to sell the tickets. They want to get as much for the radio network spots as they can in Indianapolis, obviously their biggest market. And it is adversely affected if the ratings are, if that race is available on television. Let's talk about the Indiana Pacers. Pacers were phenomenal last night, right? They beat the Hornets 144-117. O'Shea Brissett was unbelievable. Uh, Domas Sabonis, good. Didn't know if he was going to play until later in the day yesterday. He played Malcolm Brogdon, played. He was good. Uh, T.J. McConnell, Played. He was good. Doug, Doug McDermott did something that nobody in the NBA has done all season, and that scored 14 points in the first five minutes of the game. So things went really, really well for the Pacers last night against the Hornets because they won. They move on in this play-in deal, and they travel to Washington tomorrow night to take on the Wizards. Now, the Wizards have seemed to have the Pacers' numbers. So today, we heard from Nate Bjorkren, a Zoom call with the media. He was asked, what the Pacers have to do to take care of the Washington Wizards and beat them. Uh, to, to play at the tempo, to control the tempo and the pace that we want to play at. Uh, you know, Westbrook will 
rebound that thing and and push it on the dribble, push it on the throw ahead. Their their bigs run the floor very well. They got shooters running, you know, to the wings and to the corners and Beal and Bertans and Neto and Ish Smith will push it. So so transition um, is number one. You know, and, and and taking care of the ball and being efficient on offense um, for us is very important as well. So does Bjorkman want to slow it down tomorrow night? What the important thing on that is, is we do, we want to play with pace and, and we want to play with the force that we play at because I think that's when we're at our best. Okay. That's when our, it's even when our defense is more active and more connected. But the important thing is, is when we do get into the half court that, that we really change sides of the floor with that basketball. That's, that's more of meaning of controlling the tempo there. And we're in that half court. we got to take care of the ball. If we, if we're loose with the basketball, you know, and coughing it up, they're going to, they're going to go the other way with it and, and, and really, you know, really try to attack that way. So it's, it's more of being efficient in our sets when it's time to run our sets um, you know, be, and, and continue the cutting that we're doing, the screening that we're doing, the weak side movement, uh, and just to change the basketball from side to side. And how did the Pacers leave last night's game from a health perspective? Injuries? I think uh, about the same. Um, you know, Edmund Sumner um, got pulled out of that game with his with his quad injury. But again, today in in this morning for treatment, and and uh, you know they'll they'll treat him again once we land in Washington. So, but I believe everybody else is, 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 is the same, you know, Miles Turner's out there on the floor, you know, shooting the basketball a little bit, you know, he's a ways away, but um, I think everybody else um, is as is. That's Nate Bjorkren, eight o'clock tomorrow night, the playing game, you win, you're in between the Wizards and the Pacers. Pacers have been really good on the road. One of the best road teams in the NBA, certainly one of the best in the Eastern Conference, if not the best in the Eastern Conference. So when they go on the road, it's not time to say, oh no, they're on the road. What are we doing? At home, they're not so good. On the road, they've been terrific. We'll see what they can do tomorrow night against the Wizards, who got beat last night by the Boston Celtics. I want to talk about Kwame Brown for a minute. Kwame Brown is a really interesting guy. He was the number one overall draft pick in the 2001 NBA draft, and he is lauded, I guess, as being one of the great stiffs, one of the great bad picks in the history of the draft. Did not live up to that number one uh, selection, right? That pedigree. However, he did play for 12 years, and he made almost $64 million while he did it. With that $64 million, which he seems to have managed quite nicely, uh, it would seem, he has not needed to go get a job. He has no boss. And because he has no boss, he can say anything that he wants on social media. And that's what he does. He has figured out that going after Stephen A. Smith and, and anyone else who kind of crosses his path is pretty good policy for building numbers. He has become that click guy. He is amassing a bunch of clicks by going after everybody who comes after him. And he does it in a way that's really interesting. Number one, it's so profane. People are are not going to listen to the message. The use of the N-word, absolutely, I mean, it's every five words he uses the N-word. The N-word has no place in my mouth, in my ears, in my heart, in my head. No place in any of those spots. So really listening is almost painful. Uh, other language is also very, very objectionable. I think he's more NC-17 than R-rated. 
But what he talks about, the accountability of a human being, the devotion to family, I think is really, really important. And it, while he's honest and, and seemingly uh, a, a bit nuts, man, if you can kind of dodge the profanity and the N-word everywhere, you can kind of see the heart of a, a pretty good man and a guy who does the right thing by those who are around him. And, and so I spent a lot of the time today watching Kwame Brown. I enjoyed it. I, I'm not going to advise you to do it because, frankly, the, the use of the N-word and profanity is so objectionable, I would never send anybody to his Instagram feed or his YouTube channel. But I think he is an interesting, interesting cat. Uh, Tony LaRusso. I don't get this. Tony, the Chicago White Sox hired Tony LaRusa, age 76, hasn't managed in the majors since the Cardinals won the World Series in 2011. And people are like, the game's passed him by. He can't relate to young players. This is a tragedy. Uh, what has Jerry Reinsdorf done, the owner of the White Sox? Well, you know what he's done. Tony LaRusa has led the Chicago White Sox to the second-best record in baseball, first place in the American League Central, and the, the highest run differential, the most positive run differential in baseball. And still, people are crapping all over him because every once in a while he forgets one of the new rules or he kind of goes old school on a guy. I don't get it. This guy can manage at the age of 76 better than anybody in the game and still Chicago media craps all over him. And I just don't understand. I don't understand ageism. 76, 70 schmicks. If you manage, you can manage. And Tony LaRusa has been outstanding for the Chicago White Sox. They are beating American League teams with kind of this old-fashioned baseball that I think is very cool. They actually have role players up and down the lineup. They got guys who are paid to make contact with the ball. Instead of having eight position players at a DH who can all hit 35 home runs, the White Sox have guys who put it in play. Go figure that winds up being successful. Tomorrow morning, talking about the Colts, talking about the Pacers. Cannot wait to talk to you then. All brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Live, 6 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then immediately thereafter on YouTube and every place you are consuming this. Wherever you're getting this, make sure you like it. Make sure you subscribe. We'll talk to you tomorrow.